Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through his word and through his presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I'm so incredibly glad to have you here. Also, happy 20th episode. That feels like an accomplishment. It took a lot of technical skill that I did not possess to get this podcast up and running and a lot of help from others, and I'm very grateful for that help and grateful to have reached this milestone. And I just want to say thank you to each one of you who has been a part of this. For those who have reached out with kind words and feedback, it has really meant so much. And Again, I hope that it is helping you fall in love with the Word of God in a greater way or in some small way, just giving you a greater hunger to know Jesus. So thank you again for being part of this journey. It means so, so much. Today's episode is going to be unedited, and it is also going to be entirely unscripted. Typically, I have at least a few bullet points kind of to work off of. I don't always have full notes like some might have but my computer just decided to run updates and therefore it's not available and so we're gonna see what happens I'm just gonna talk off the top of my head um last week and the week before my daughter and I had the opportunity to do a little bit of traveling and one of the things that I absolutely love about travel is the sense of smallness that it gives me. It reminds me that there are so many people on the face of this planet. It reminds me that I am one of billions. It takes me out of my comfort zone and out of my hometown and out of my home church and out of my cozy little house and reminds me that there are so many people that live in so many different ways, speak so many different languages all around this world, And there are so many people who do not know Jesus. The cause, the need is very great. There are masses of people who have never heard truth, who have never been taught the word of God, who have never been told about Jesus in any way, shape, or form. And so not only do I get this incredible sense of smallness, but I have this incredible sense of gratitude that just grips me. I have been so privileged to know God, to walk with God, to know his faithfulness in some very extreme lows in life, and to walk with him through some beautiful mountaintops. What an incredible privilege. And how shocking is it that the God of all creation, who created such immense beauty on this planet, that he loves me, that he sees me, that he knows me. I am literally blown away by that fact. And for some reason, travel just seems to drive that home more. And so as I was traveling the last couple of weeks, 
I was reminded of a journal entry that I wrote many years ago at another point where I was traveling somewhere and in an airport. And I'm going to share this entry today. It is called So Small, So Loved. It's very simple, but just the concept again of being so incredibly tiny, but not insignificant, so incredibly small, and yet still loved by the God of the whole universe. You are loved more than you could fathom, more than you could imagine. There is nothing that can stop God's love for you. He is crazy about you. He made you with a purpose. He wants to know you. He desires for you to know him. And so today, for this unscripted and unedited podcast, I'm going to share this little devotional entry called So Small, So Loved. The other day, as I walked through O'Hare, I had another moment of realization of how tiny and insignificant I am. One lone individual in the teeming sea of humanity. So incredibly small, so insignificant, one of billions, and yet I have the attention of the king. That is an overwhelming thought. Completely unfathomable, breathtaking, awe-inspiring, a jaw-dropping reality. Not only do I have his attention, but he loves me. One out of 7.4 billion and he loves me? Crazy, psycho, bizarre, unimaginable. He is high and holy and perfect and I am anything but that. Low and sinful and flawed, but he stoops to men of low estate. I think I misquoted that. Who remembered us in our low estate. He does not care about low. It actually draws him when our lowliness reaches for his loftiness. When our eyes look to him out of whatever pit we may be in, he is drawn. He is overcome with desire to run to our rescue. It is a heart that turns to his capability that garners his attention. He loves it when one of the 7.4 billion turns to him and relies entirely on him for everything. Sustenance, deliverance, hope, the future, restoration, salvation. He wants to do it all, and he can. As I walked through the crowds, I was overcome not only with an indescribable sense of smallness, but with a genuine curiosity. Each face tells a story. Most people will not make eye contact with you, and if you smile at them, they think there may be something wrong with you. It is so intriguing to me to wonder about the people that pass by. Where are they from? Where are they going? On business, do they love what they do? On vacation, who are they traveling with? To a funeral, who did they lose? Did they have a good relationship with their father? Was their mother abusive? Why do their eyes look so hollow and sad? What suffering have they faced? What do they cry about when no one sees? What are their dreams? Are they as rich as they look? How many places has that suitcase gone? Do they live for their job, money, family, pleasure? What drives them? Do they allow themselves to think about eternity? Do they love what they do? What is their greatest loss? I would love to sit down and interview every single person I pass by. There are undying depths in each person. 
There are stories they'd love to share if only someone would take the time to listen. Yet that is not an opportunity I'll have. Only Jesus knows the answers to every question about every person. He knows in minute detail the intricacies of every human heart and the number of hairs on every individual's head and the exact number of seconds each of us will live. He knows the moment every soul will draw its final breath. While I cannot touch the masses I pass here or there, I, like Jesus, can be drawn to the individuals he brings across my path. I can interview the one. I can beg him for his eyes and his heart for those who are nearest and dearest. Being moved with compassion for the masses is far easier than loving where I live. Today I will take the love lavished on me by the King and distribute it first in my little home on my little street and then to each person he brings to my day. Please help Jesus, one of 7.4 billion. You so loved the world that you gave. Please help me to do the same. Again, that was just a short little thought about how small each of us is and yet how loved we are by a great God, the God of this whole universe. How incredibly, incredibly privileged we are if we know Jesus, if we have access to the word of God, and if we have been taught the word of God, we have something to be so grateful for. And so today, let's look for those that God brings across our path. Maybe those that need a smile, those that need a word of encouragement, those that need a hug, those that need some cheer and some sunshine. Maybe those who need a helping hand or a shoulder to cry on. Let's look for the people that are hungry and thirsty that God is going to bring into our lives today. He is the one who orchestrates divine intersections. He is the God that so loved the world that he robed himself in flesh and came to this world. The Bible says he that knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. He is so good. He's so loving. He wants us to be saved. He wants us to know him. And he wants to walk with us each and every day. We are so small, but we're so loved. And I'm so thankful. Thank you again so much for joining me today, for being a part of this journey. I am so incredibly glad you're here. If you'd like to download a typed or a handwritten manuscript of today's entry, you can visit megunedited.com. There's also some additional tips there on journaling, on Bible reading, on getting this habit up and running in your life. For now, go get your Bible and your journal. I'm so looking forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. This is unscripted. My name is Meg. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Have a great rest of the day.